Today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. Life is full of compromise, but there's one thing in life that you should never compromise on, your own health. That's why I like to use ZocDoc to find the best doctors for me. That's how I found my personal doctor, as well as the pediatrician for my little girl. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doctor you want, you can book them immediately. No more awkwardly waiting on hold with a receptionist. My favorite thing is that you can see doctor reviews. I mean, who wants to go to a doctor who makes you sit alone in a room for an hour and then rushes out after barely speaking to you? I love using ZocDoc because, to be honest, it's easy and I'm lazy. Go to ZocDoc.com RS and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot RS. ZocDoc.com RS. Today's episode is sponsored by Adam and Eve. You know, I read so many stories about cheating partners and unhappy marriages. Maybe people wouldn't be in such unhappy relationships if they spent more time nurturing their love life. That's why you should check out today's sponsor, Adam and Eve. They've got toys for men, toys for women, and toys for... How should I put this? Well, it's not exactly r slash am I the butthole. More like r slash I'm in the butthole. And yeah, I realize that ordering adult toys can be a little scary because you may be concerned about privacy. Don't worry, Adam and Eve offers discreet and free shipping for your package. Trust me, these people are experts in your package. You can get 50% off on just about any item, along with free shipping and rush processing. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. Then enter code R slash at checkout. That's R slash R S L A S H at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code R slash to get your discount, plus 100% free shipping, and get it fast with rush processing. Use code R slash. Welcome to r slash petty revenge, where an entitled Karen tries to call the cops on an off duty officer and gets karma instead. Our next Reddit post is from Deleted. I used to work as a detective for a local police department. I'm retired now. This occurred when I was still employed there. Throughout my life, I've always made every attempt to stay on the right side of the law, as I consider hypocrisy one of the worst traits for an officer of the law to have. I owned a nice ski boat, and in my spare time, I enjoyed taking my family to the local public lake to use the boat. We would water tube, water ski, swim, etc. My kids were 12 and 13 at the time, and they really got a kick out of this. They wanted to go nearly every day off I had all summer long. One day, we were at the lake, and after a few hours, my daughter mentioned that she needed to use the restroom. The lake also had a public swimming beach that had public restrooms, and we would often take bathroom breaks there. We would pull up to the shore well away from the marked swimming area, and we disembarked to use the facilities. One day, as we pulled up, I noticed a lady on a lounge chair sunbathing on shore near where we pulled the boat up. I stayed about 50 feet from her, still about 250 feet away from the swimming area, as I slowly maneuvered the boat towards the shore at idle. As I got close, she stood up and glared at me while my kids whispered to me that they knew her as the mean lunch lady from their previous elementary school. As I brought the boat up to shore, this woman started yelling very loudly that I was breaking the law. I smiled, and as friendly as I could, I said, Really? What law? She continued yelling, saying that I was driving a motorboat in a swimming area. I pointed at the marked swimming area about 250 feet away and asked, You mean that swimming area? To which she replied, Yes. 
I told her that I never entered or even got close to that swimming area, and that my boat was right now as close as I got. She said the law prohibits boats from pulling up to any shore. Lol, how do you get in or out of your boat? Swim? And that now she was calling her son, the deputy, who was going to get me in trouble. At this point, I was starting to enjoy this a little, because I thought for sure that her son, the deputy, would tell his mom that she couldn't stop me from pulling the boat up to the shore. I stood by as she called someone on her cell phone, presumably her son. She then read the person on the phone my boat hull number, which is kind of like a license plate for boats. Then she says, with a smirk on her face, My son is going to order you from the lake right now. And what happens next shocked me. This woman called me by my full name. Then she handed me the phone. Now, I should say that what just happened is a clear, very clear violation of the law. In my state, this is known as a lien violation, and police officers and deputies are very often charged with this crime. I read about it several times a year. If an officer uses his police computer to divulge personal information, say a deputy tells his mom the name of the registered owner of a boat that she's having a disagreement with, for example, it's a crime. No ifs, ands, or buts. Every cop knows this. So I take the phone and immediately say, who is this? I hear, this is Deputy So-and-So of the Blank County Sheriff's Office, and I immediately interrupt him and say, Deputy, do you know what a lien violation is? Then there's several seconds of silence. I say, Deputy So-and-So, using his real name, of course. Are you still there? He says, yes. So again I say, Deputy So-and-So, let me ask you again, do you know what a lien violation is? He stammers out a reply about boat hole numbers and public records or something. I said, nope, that is not what a lien violation is. Since you don't seem to know, do I need to remind your supervisor what a lien violation is? Again, silence. I then said, tell you what, I'm going to hand this phone back to your mother. Then you're going to tell your mother to leave this beach right now. Then we can all forget this ever happened. Understood? Long silence understood? He then does a long exhale and says, yeah, okay. I hand the phone back to his mother. She whispers into the phone for a few seconds, then angrily snaps her phone shut. <laughs> Without making eye contact, she packs up her stuff and is gone. I thought about reporting him anyway, but technically I was the victim, yet I wasn't feeling victimized at all, lol, so I let it go. Only, <laughs> only one other time did I see that lady at the beach again, and when she saw me, she again immediately packed up her stuff and again left. So, look, I'll admit this is a pretty funny story. Opie got some petty revenge against the woman, which was satisfying, but man, Opie is getting blasted down in the comments. Because Opie says that he doesn't want to be a hypocrite, and he wants to stay on the right side of the law, but then he allows this cop to get away with breaking the law... Why? Just because he's a cop, presumably? Down in the comments, Slowpoke Amigo says, So, you just left him to continue abusing the rest of us? You're the butthole. Our next Reddit post is from a bear sniffed my head. I'm a 50-year-old man. While I was at Walmart, I hear a girl worker, maybe like in her 20s, nicely say, Excuse me, ladies. I look over and see two entitled women in their 40s talking in front of the doors that the workers use to restock the store. The entitled woman looks at the worker with the disdain of royalty being interrupted by a filthy peasant. 
The worker, holding an empty supply card, again tells the entitled bees that she needs to get through. Again, the entitled women blow her off with pursed lips and a dirty look. Now, I have a particular sensitivity to people mistreating workers, and these B-words have disrupted my delicate sensibilities. I walk past the entitled women, grab one of their grocery carts full of groceries, and take off. It takes them a moment for them to notice before they pursue me. I quickly turn into one of the aisles and head towards the front of the store. One of the entitled women tried to pull the cart away from me, but I make it all the way to the front of the store before letting go. Then, I make a clean getaway and go back to get my carts. Next to the restock doors was the other woman's carts. Now, before you call me an a-hole, yeah, I'm fully aware. But these people needed to be taught a lesson, and I'm just the one compelled to step up. I grab her grocery cart and head off towards the camping section. I steal the cold stuff out of her cart. I needed milk and eggs anyways, so bonus. Later, I felt bad that some Walmart worker would have to restock the cart from the camping section. When I went back, the cart was gone. This happened like a year ago, and I didn't think much about it. The other day, I was at a restaurant with my extended family. One of the waitresses kept looking at me. It took me a while to put it together. When she walked past, I said, Didn't you used to work at Walmart? She got excited and exclaimed that she thought that that was me. It was the same young lady that I'd helped. She filled me in on the aftermath. The ladies complained to the manager that a guy tried to steal their stuff for no reason. The manager figured there was more to their story. The, <laughs> the entitled women wanted the manager to find me to have me arrested. The worker girl told me that what happened has since become store folklore. I told her that after that, I posted the story to r slash am I the butthole, and I got voted the butthole. She said, you're not a butthole, you're a legend. Oh man, predictable entitled Karen response, calling the cops to have you arrested for what? For stealing unpaid for groceries? If OP had stolen the grocery cart after they'd paid, like in the parking lot, then yeah, they'd have a good argument. But inside the store, that's just stupid. Also, OP, don't feel bad that people voted you the butthole. The world needs buttholes. Without them, everyone would be full of shit. Our next Reddit post is from Sly Guy Max. I just bought a hotel room, and I was informed that the room came with free breakfast for two. I came downstairs in the morning, and as soon as I entered the breakfast area, the server gave me a dirty look and literally yelled, What do you want? I told him about the complimentary breakfast, and he said that I had to leave without explaining that I needed a coupon that came with the keycard for the room. After I found this information out from the front desk, I came back and gave him the coupon. He then said that he wouldn't serve me because there had to be two people. Again, I had to leave and get my brother to come with me. He then proceeded to take our order. One breakfast for me and one breakfast to go so my brother could go back to sleep. My brother leaves. The server then proceeds to not even offer me water or check on me at all while attending to the only other people in the breakfast area sitting right in front of me. Finally, someone else brings out my food. I eat. When it comes time to leave a tip, I write a big fat zero on the check and proceed to walk over to the food runner who brought me my food and hand him a $20 bill. The look on this rude server's face was priceless. Our next Reddit post is from Prize Break. I don't typically buy a lot of designer clothing, but when I do go shopping, I dress pretty casually. Last week, I was strolling through the mall, and there was a designer backpack on display that caught my attention. I went inside the store while wearing a hoodie and ripped jeans and went to inquire about the price of the backpack. I waited around for 10 minutes for someone to help me until I decided to go up to one of the sales reps myself. 
She told me to wait because she was helping another customer, so I sat down and waited. I saw that same person in the corner of the store, just standing, not doing anything. I decided to wait another five minutes for her to come back, but she never did. I walked back up to her and told her I wanted to inquire about the backpack. I asked her if she could bring one from the back room so I could take a closer look at it. She told me that she wouldn't be able to do that unless I was planning on purchasing the item. She seemed annoyed with my request. Before I could say anything else, she quickly walked away to help another customer. I'm quite young, a 25-year-old woman, and I could tell that she didn't think that I was serious about purchasing the item and she didn't want to waste her time. I would have actually purchased the item then and there if she hadn't been so dismissive. A few days later, I went back into the store. This time, I made sure to dress even more casually than before. I walked in with a pair of sweatpants, running shoes, and a tank top and zip-up. The same lady was working that day and turned her back to me as soon as I walked in. I walked up to one of the other sales reps, a guy who was younger, smiling, and seemed eager to help. And I told him I wanted to purchase the backpack, and he gladly went inside and got one for me. He even asked me if I'd like to take a look at it before buying. I thanked him, and he checked me out. The store manager was also by the cashier, and I let him know that I came in last week, and that that lady wouldn't let me see the product before purchasing it. He was upset to hear this, and told me this wasn't the first time he had received a complaint about her. The item was a few thousand dollars, and all the commission went towards the dude. He was so kind and grateful. The lady avoided eye contact with me after she got told off by her manager, and I smiled at her as I walked out the store. Don't judge a book by its cover. Down in the comments, we have this story from Mystery Bros. I used to work in a music shop in the mid-90s. My department was the electronic music, so I was selling keyboards, mixers, software, that kind of thing. One slow day, this older dude comes in. Long, straggly hair, singlet, beat-up cargo shorts that looked like they'd seen much better days, and flip-flops. The guitar sales team were all messing around in the amp room and were uninterested in helping this guy. Now, I don't play guitar, but I know a fair bit about them, and I don't mind chit-chat, so I got to talking with them. I helped him choose several different guitars to try out based on his style, including a $7,000 vintage Fender. I wasn't expecting anything to come of it, but after a few minutes of playing, he decided he liked the Fender and we rang up the deal, which he had zero trouble paying for. I got my fat commission, but I also got reprimanded for selling outside my department. Also, we have this story from Save All the Elephants. That woman obviously hasn't worked there long. One of my friends worked for a high-end designer store in Vegas and said that the women who came in dressed to the nines in designer stuff usually spent like $2,000 to $10,000. But the big spenders who spent like over $20,000 usually came in wearing sweats and casual clothes and looking like they were, you know, spending the day walking around the mall shopping. Our next Reddit post is from Nosek. My parents and I live right next to each other in what we call in Germany, Reihenhauser. And for context, guys, I looked up Reichenhausers, and it looks like they're just townhouses. I don't know if German townhouses are somehow distinct from American townhouses, but yeah, I think they're just townhouses. One of our neighbors is doing a big renovation on his house and has workers and trailers all over the street the whole day. This is really not a problem. Me and my dad also told them that it's not a problem for them to use our driveways for their trailers, wagons, during the daytime when we're gone, just so they can keep the street clear. My dad, who's 72, got diagnosed with renal colic and needs surgery. Everything went fine, but he's not that mobile at the moment and he needs to use his car a lot. Normally, he goes by bike or just walks. 
So I went over to our neighbor and I told him that my dad needs his spot regularly for the foreseeable future and he can't put his trailer there anymore. Everything seemed good and he understood it. It took the neighbor three days until he put his empty trailer back on my dad's driveway when he was out of the house. And two days later, he didn't even remove the trailer overnight. Maybe I should have tried to speak to our neighbor again, but I didn't. My friends and family say that I have a short fuse and get mad really fast at unimportant stuff. That might be true, but I just can't stand BS and ignorant people when it regards simple stuff like, please stop blocking my sick dad's driveway. So by the second time I came home from work and saw that empty trailer again blocking my dad's driveway, I waited for the night to see if he moved it, but he didn't. So at 1am, I got up and walked over to my dad's driveway. I removed the brakes from the trailer and just pulled it out of the driveway and started walking down the street out into the fields with it. We live right next to massive wheat fields. I pulled that trailer a mile deep into the fields, easy to spot for anyone who's walking or driving by. That was three weeks ago, and since then, my dad's driveway has never had a trailer on it. That was our slash petty revenge, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast, because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.